and I probably you could listen to old videos and I'm like I'm just toxic it is what it is and that's who I am but like I'm growing up now and like I don't I'm not proud of that like I don't want to look like looking at it now I find I was so ignorant and stupid to say that you know like I'm not gonna go into my next relationship and like be proud that like I'm toxic or like Mm -hmm. be like it is who I am I'm always late like no you know it's a problem fix it Mm -hmm. you know like don't don't be proud of something that you know is an issue and you're not trying to fix it What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Chemical X podcast. If you are listening and you hear a tractor noise in the back, then it's probably my car being towed. So um, I'm going to try and do this episode without stressing. But Veronica, just so you know, if my car is towed, I'm sleeping here. Perfect. And I'm crashing on this couch. Well, now I'm stressing too, but we paid half half for that one. So you're allowed. Do I have to sleep on half the couch? Absolutely. Only half the couch. Wow. Crazy. They say when you're like a guest they really treat you like fam but yeah not all my colleagues i'm gonna be honest okay (laughs) hey guys what's up welcome back and uh, if you haven't already don't forget to subscribe leave us five stars on apple music follow us on spotify like comment down below and we're not going to tell you our names because you know what our names are by now but i'll tell you again just because i know you're stalking us alessia alessia ew (laughs) Are you going to say your name? Or Veronica. It's already ugly. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Rude. I have a really nice name. What the hell? You know what they say when they bully you? It's because they're jealous. Um, Try again. Envious. Jealous. Envious. Perfect. Because so. they don't like their names. Oh, okay. So you don't like your name? No, I want it to be Deandra. Everybody knows that. <laughs> It's very confusing for you. The other day we got an... The other day... (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) The other day we got a DM saying, Hi, Veronica and Alexandra. (laughs) The people are like, they're confused. They're confused. They don't know. I get people coming to me. Your friend, uh, Aladandra, Deandra. They're just going to call me Dandra at some point. You're going to get a sponsor from Head and Shoulders. <laughs> you know what they say. Manifest. <laughs> it just kills me, man. And the worst part is you actually have an easy name. Like, Alessia is an easy name, but... I don't know why nobody can pronounce Deandra. Anyway. It's uncommon, I guess. That's why I like it. People, they go to Alexandra, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe that. Um, what was I just saying to you before? And you're like, yeah, okay. And I'm like, Veronica, man- manifest. What was it? I forgot. I immediately forgot to. It was the bag. Mm. I'm like, Veronica, what, what do you want your next designer bag to be? She's like, I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm not getting one right now. And I'm like, oh, you really need to start manifesting. <laughs> Guys, as you know from our previous episode, I'm, uh, I could use some work. I could use some uh, clear visions. And I guess clearly it's what's my next designer it's bag. It's not clear vision. It's close those eyes. <laughs> You're good, Ella. You're comfy. You didn't come with your fucking drag queen makeup today. <laughs> this girl, I never know. She shows up either with a full smoky eye and diamonds glued to her face or joggers. So it's very hard for me to I always assess. like to, I like to keep people on their toes. Yeah, me. Um, I want you to know that I went for like a whole spaceship look. I tried to do like this Ariana Grande white spaceship. eyeliner, like on the top of the eyelids, kind of like that pink vibe I did the last time and then connected it in the underneath of my eyes. And I said, Kayla's you like, you actually look fucking rotten. <laughs> Take it off and do your cash makeup. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, honestly, I feel like everyone go and I have too. Everybody goes through their makeup phase where they start trying things. And then eventually you just say, you know what? Fuck this. I'm uh, I'm just going to go back to my regular I'm going to just be Veronique today. Yeah. And then after you look back on pictures and you say, I thought I was someone. <laughs> oh, yeah. I found... Pa- I found- <laughs> Weird. I, I already not- feel that way about last week's episode when I'm editing. I'm like, who the fuck did I think I was? And that day I'm like, oh, I did banger makeup. I'm also going to film a fucking haul. <laughs> So if I didn't get enough by editing that, I got to start editing my YouTube video. (laughs) 
Goth Girls Gone Wild. I had seen a, a Snapchat memory of me like filming my eyeshadow and like the caption was makeup, like a uh, next makeup artist, Veronica Rossi, like as a joke. But I was also like, no, <laughs> my makeup's fucking ugly. I realized that I could never be like a makeup um like YouTube girl mm -hmm. because I used the same makeup brush for like six things and I don't want them to be like, why the fuck is she using that one brush she has for like 35 <laughs> colors? And like I use my um sponge. Like what do you call it? Like um beauty blender? I use my beauty blender as like my like to blend my foundation and then I use the <laughs> bottom of it to blend like the contour the brow so like I feel like that's the I intended mean, use if you're doing it on YouTube and you're teaching people yeah. please have two beauty blenders blenders <laughs> <laughs> I'm done talking Veronica take the lead <laughs> anyways guys enough about that are you all ready for LA um no <laughs> so Well, just when I thought, you know, Veronica's going on a trip and I'm going to stay humble and stay here. I'm going to Mexico for my birthday. This bitch can never just be jealous of me. Like, she always no. has to try and one Like, I me. see what you were trying to do. And then I, like, had to, like, mm -hmm. come through and be like, by the way, I'm also going to be gone. Um, and I'm going to be honest with this trip. After all the trips I've been doing, I don't feel comfortable telling anybody about it. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm even telling you guys. Um, and... Uh, I didn't know how to break it to my parents. They were like, honestly. Well, it's because they're just a little confused now. They're like, you have no job. Stop traveling. Like, figure <laughs> your shit out. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'm just going to figure out my shit by running away from my problems. Is that cool? Mm -hmm. And they're like, absolutely not. Like, figure it out. And I'm running away again. And I'm leaving on a Wednesday. And every day, my two friends that are coming with me, they're like, did you let your mom know that, like, you're leaving? Well, your parents, but mm -hmm. my mom and uh i'm like no i haven't yet i but i've decided i'm only gonna tell them tuesday night and i leave wednesday morning you know terrible idea no it's a great idea because i don't have to hear it you know i have to hear it for a little bit of time and then i escape i'm over bitches like you i uh... so i was like it's perfect i don't have to tell her until the end and i'll just deal with the anxiety then instead of telling her you know <laughs> she already asked she was so she was asking me at dinner today like what are you doing for your birthday <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. Well, you can't do much. Like, restaurants are closed, everything. You're in Montreal. Like, there's not much to do. So what are you going to do? I'm thinking I'm going to have Nana come and we'll do, like, a family dinner. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. Don't tell me I have to tell her now. I'm like, I'm still not telling her. And uh, I'm like, I don't know yet. She goes, well, you're not really doing anything, right? Like, you're in Montreal. Like, she's still, she's sketch, my mom. She's like, I'm confused. Anyway, we get in a whole fight at dinner. I get up. And we're arguing and they just like were bothering me. I'm going up the stairs and I'm like, and by the way, I'm going to Mexico for my birthday. <laughs> like, There's all these options of ways to do it. And somehow she always chooses the worst one. No, no. It's and then I had asked my mom before we got in an argument if she could blow dry my hair because I didn't feel like doing it. And she told me absolutely not. And then I went upstairs and who came knocking on my door <laughs> 10 minutes later to blow dry my hair aka get the information my mother <laughs> so you still need that blow dry <laughs> blow dry <laughs> honestly i hate you bitches like i have a couple of friends who do that they're like uh, i'm i'm gonna tell her that i'm going to fucking so i'm not actually ever like that i think now like you had no choice yeah yeah but you know what i mean there's always that one person who has to lie and then now we're all in on the lie and now it's mm -hmm. don't post me uh untag me like it's They think I'm sleeping at home. Yeah. Like, there's always that one drama, and I'm like, don't bring this shit on me. Because my sister did that to me all my life growing up. Like, this girl would just leave from Mexico and be like, don't tell anyone I left. And I'd be like, why do I have to live with this burden? <laughs> and every day, my parents would call me, where's your sister? My dad would call me, where's your sister? I'm like, she's here. She's, I don't know what she's talking about. Well, her car hasn't moved in four days. And then I would tell my sister that, and my sister would be like, well, go move my fucking car. Like, I don't know. And I'm like, why? Why? What did I deserve? You're in Mexico. You're good. Yeah. You're good. I'm here slaving away, dealing with all your bullshit that you left on me. Like, no wonder she chooses not to tell them. It's easier. I have to deal with it. Always. I'm the one who has to deal with it. And then who I feel gets like you always off, get guys? the short end of the stick. Always. I don't even get the stick. <laughs> I say, got none, none left for you. <laughs> guys, who gets told off at the end? Me. Because why did I lie? Bitch, why did fucking she lie? Like, middle child problems. I'm, I'm be honest, middle child problems. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, luckily, uh, I mean... I'm not going anywhere, so I don't have anything to lie about, but 
also my parents would not care so sorry but sorry for you <laughs> maybe this is the year you uh, no, move no, out. no no my parents don't care they did it they did it they did it now, it's, now like, it's like now it's like who are you going with <laughs> <laughs> you know like straight up <laughs> it's your birthday who's taking you <laughs> mommy it's my birthday gift like Maybe they're just jealous. They want an invite, Ale. The fuck? I promise you I love my parents, but can I do my birthday in Mexico with mojitos and no parents? Well, I'll tell your nana that you canceled on your birthday dinner for Mexico. <laughs> I really knew I was in deep when that was happening. I'm That's like, oh, like, shit. And my parents are also leaving on vacation on the Monday, but I didn't know it was the Monday. So I was like, when are you guys leaving? Because then I'm like, maybe I can just... By the way, last minute. You guys are at the airport together. And at least work. I come back with no shame right you know luggage and all and alone perfect i see what you mean like you have no audience yeah anyways guys uh like you heard it's a pretty big week it's alessia's birthday soon actually it's next week saturday saturday right oh, okay i don't don't fucking ask me it's your birthday well i know it's the 22nd it's saturday or sunday <laughs> um so it's your birthday coming up and also today it's my two-year anniversary with my boyfriend round of applause David, you want to come and show your face for our two-year anniversary? <laughs> um, so I think this is like the longest I've ever like officially made it in a relationship. Really? Because he said same. Babe, we passed your, your fucking record a long time ago. Here Sweet we cheeks. go. Let's start talking shit about exes. <laughs> um, I'm better than her. <laughs> But uh, the day no. you met me, you passed it. <laughs> <laughs> the day I blessed you with my soul was the day that we passed. <laughs> Babe, we're twin flames. None of that shit matters, okay? Forget about your other <laughs> records you set. Um, did you do anything cute besides have me, your adopted child here? Nope. Doing the podcast. Thanks, babe. Um, uh, but yeah, no, two years. And honestly... I made it like one time before to two years, but it's the way it's, you're saying it. I made it once as if it's a game. It's because technically it was like pretty much two years, but we were also like at the end of the breakup and there was a lot of shit going but on. But whenever like, it really just ends it. at two years, you're like, OK, I see what was going on here. Yeah, we were trying to make it to two years so that we could say when people ask two years, two years. <laughs> like if it was if it was like a year and nine months, like you don't tell people a year and a half. You tell people two years. Realistically, right. you always like, round up, always round up. Unless it doesn't work in your favor, then you round you said, down. We've been broken up. It's two years, actually. Yeah. Actually, I never even dated him. Um, but yeah, no, it's our anniversary. And I'm like, two years is long. Fucking long, man. You told me it was your two year anniversary. And, and I was I was literally thinking, I'm like, oh, my God, like I'm, I was remembering stories of like the beginning of you guys when you weren't official. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, where does time go? Where does time go? We've pretty much been together like officially throughout the whole pandemic so we really didn't have that much time like not covid relationship so i feel like it really like um i feel like even though it's two years we're together it's like like four years it's like four years in non-covid times you know what i mean like in dog years like (laughs) we have covid years everything feels like a little bit longer yeah um but no yeah so it's two years so i'm like really happy and i thought that we can talk you know, I feel like we talk a lot about like dating casually, like first dates mm-hmm. and like not serious relationships. So I thought we could talk like about long term relationships because like I'm sure like a lot of people listening are in long term relationships. And like I feel like the people that have six years of relationships are like, what is fucking bitch? No, she thinks two years is long term. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, guys, long term for me. But what I will say about long term and not long term, you could be together with somebody for two years and. I could have been with my ex-boyfriend for three years and you could have been in a longer term relationship, if that makes a hundred percent. How do we make that make sense, though? So I totally get what you're saying. Like uh, sometimes every relationship is different, right? So I think like you go through some relationships, you'll go through things quicker. You'll deal with more things or Mm -hmm. like progress way quicker. Whereas like in other ones, like two years nothing much happened in two years you know what i mean like it stayed relatively the same so definitely i agree with what you're saying like sometimes it's not really a timing thing it's Mm -hmm. also about like the type of relationship you have yeah you know what i mean like for example like you guys were together for three years you guys never moved in like we moved in Mm -hmm. together like right at the beginning so there's like all those things that change kind of like the way your relationship is Mm -hmm. right 
And I thought it was also interesting because you also have been in a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. Actually, longer than me. But like we just said, uh, minus... If we well, minus like, the not living together, we're at one year. Yeah, but three years, but like hiccups along the yeah. way. A couple breakups. But yeah, I would say like a solid two and a half years and then like six months of like... Wishy-washy. Wishy-washy. I think like... Scratch that. Three years of wishy-washy. <laughs> Honestly, though, I'm not going to lie to you guys. When it comes to long-term relationships, I think a lot of people feel like there's um, there's like a perfect type of relationship or people often like look at a couple and be like, oh my God, they're so perfect. I wish my relationship was perfect like that. But in my experience, and I've been in like a couple, I would say like three serious relationships, mm-hmm. there's never been a relationship that was like perfect. And I just don't think it exists. And looking at everyone like... I don't think just because you last longer or you're together for longer that like you're just this perfect relationship. So I just wanted to start off by saying that Mm -hmm. and every relationship takes work, like so much work. And I also wanted to shout out my boyfriend because I read a post today that said um, when you're like an independent woman, you either have the choice of having like a 100% supportive boyfriend or no boyfriend at all, like no relationship at all. Amen. And I was like 100% true. Like if he wasn't ride or die 100% supportive of everything that I do, then we just wouldn't be together. And, and obviously same for and him. And that's a fact. Yeah, like I could never be with somebody as the person I am, as the character that I am with somebody who just doesn't support my every move. Like I would rather be alone and it doesn't matter how much I love you, how much I value the relationship. Like I would rather be alone, mm-hmm. you know? So she wants to give me a little shout out, babe kisses um i think it's really important to have somebody that supports you especially if you know you're like us or you're independent or you're working on something i mean really anyone deserves a supportive partner but yeah when you're like working on stuff and you have dreams and goals like for example he's the one who is behind us starting this podcast like mm-hmm. he was the one who convinced me to do it and then he got stuck clicking yeah, the buttons every like, week you know what? fuck this uh he's like how did i win in this I had to convince my girlfriend to start a podcast with her friend and then i had to be stuck clicking the buttons every in the week corner, he doesn't even get a chair like what the Poor hell guy. we really don't treat our employees right no we don't <laughs> but uh but no yeah he's the one who like convince me to not convince me to do it but like push me to do it and like always push me to reach my goals so i think that's really important when it comes to like a long-term relationship is having somebody who's like your in your hype. corner yeah like in your corner i think that's really really important so i just wanted to start off by saying that and i know that i feel like we're both like the independent woman vibes and for me it's like i have my 100 percent supportive partner and i feel like you're at the point where you're like i don't want anyone until oh my it's god that person. i literally need that in my mm-hmm. life or i i will stay single exactly i and need I think somebody it's... who literally supports everything and is like keep going like just yesterday i was having a conversation with a guy and we were talking like motivational and just like his experiences and i was like oh my god like imagine what it would be like to date a guy like that like mm-hmm. i think i need that mm-hmm. i don't i've never had that yeah so that's like the only time i see myself settling down if i can talk like big dreams or i don't know it's it's like when you have a partnership and you're working on something like i think people think that we don't go through stages where we're like should we just okay well we never say like we're just gonna stop this yeah we're always like we're gonna get through this um and what's great about having a partnership is like i can be i can be having a week where i'm like oh this is going nowhere and veronica's gonna like be my what do you call it like hype woman you're gonna be like my hype woman and then vice versa so it's nice that we have each other to bounce back off and also um just like hearing from somebody else it took him five years to get to where he's going i'm like okay like we're so pressured on this time Mm -hmm. but it's only been a year and a half i know i believe us i know but um but no yeah so i just think it's really important to have a supportive partner yes (laughs) and uh so yeah so i just wanted to talk a little bit about like just long-term relationship things and i always talk like so good about my relationship on here and like as much as i'm like real with you guys like i think I don't say as much like problems that happen just because like I feel like I'm in a serious relationship and like we have a lot of respect for each other and like I don't feel like I'm in the type of relationship where things that happen I want to talk about them. Right, which makes makes sense. sense? Yeah. Um, But I also want to be like real and like I don't want it to seem like everything's perfect and then give this idea that your relationship has to be perfect too because that wouldn't be like truthful. 
And I think if anything, I learned that like the hardest part of a relationship, at least in my experience and what I believe, and this is my hypothesis, is that the hardest part of a relationship is the time in between after the honeymoon stage and like right before that like really serious part of your relationship. Oh, yeah. Because I think once the honeymoon stage ends, you start like really seeing the true colors of your partner and you also stop trying to like you're also not in this vibe that you just love them so much. You're like blinded by love in Mm -hmm. a sense and like anything they do, Matt, like is just good enough. I feel like once you get over that honeymoon stage, you start like more talking about boundaries or like kind of figuring out what doesn't work and what needs to change. And I feel like it's a really hard time because you start to feel like, oh, my God, wait, are we even compatible? Like, why isn't this working? Like, why are we fighting so Mm -hmm. much? But I think it's just because you're so comfortable with each other and you start to like really bring out your actual self. And then that's where you can start to see like problems with whatever it is, like communication or or Mm -hmm. or problem solving or something like that. Like, I feel like those things really become apparent after the honeymoon stage. So after the honeymoon stage, what would you say your biggest issues would be? Not that you have to air your dirty laundry, (laughs) but like what's one thing? Valentine's Day is coming up. And I don't have a boyfriend, thank God. But if I did and I had to freaking get a gift, I would get him Manscaped. Of course, because what guy wouldn't want Manscaped? And also it's a win-win because you know you're getting a freshly shaven, hot piece of ass for Valentine's. (laughs) So it's it's always like a, we always have to throw something in there for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, Manscaped, guys, you know who it is. They are the best in below-the-waist grooming for men. They have everything you need for your favorite little balls down there not little maybe big but everything from a ball razor ball toner ball deodorant yes they make those shampoo and conditioner pretty much anything you need and we got a nifty little discount code for you yes and what a better time than to get a gift that you can benefit from as well or else your man's not gonna get laid so guys (laughs) use our discount code chemical x at checkout to receive 20 percent off the entire website on Manscaped, and then you also get free shipping. So Chemical X at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Nothing is hotter than a man in a suit, and we know that. I know that my future boyfriend, I'll meet him, and when I meet him, he'll be wearing a suit. And then if he isn't? Well, what if he's, he's not my future boyfriend? Okay. He's just a fling. Okay. What kind of suit is he wearing? Do you think it's Izati? I think it's Izati, and I also think that it's custom to him mm-hmm. italian made probably absolutely you're you're dating an italian you better be wearing an italian suit totally agree and if you don't have an italian suit let us put you on one isotti.com guys go check them out you can get yourself a custom-made tailor suit for you made in italy because those are all the keywords to you know success and we got, as usual, a discount code for you guys chemical x at checkout to receive 20 percent off your entire order on Izotti. I-Z-O-T-T-I dot com. <laughs> um, so I think in my relationship, the biggest challenge was like coming to an understanding on what proper communication was because mm-hmm. I felt a certain way and like I've lived a certain life and I expect certain things out of somebody when it comes to communication and obviously everybody lives a different life and for him Mm -hmm. he had different like different habits when it came to communication like even in past relationships it was like if something would happen like no one would talk about it and you know what i mean you bring on those things so Mm -hmm. i think for us the hardest part was like trying to figure out the right way to communicate and that's like still a struggle is like trying to get rid of like old habits and make them like work with the person you're with so that you guys have like the same idea And like the same way of going about things, because I think it's really problematic if like one person might think they're leaving you space and they think they're doing the right thing. But really what you want as who you are is you want them to come to you. Like, I think it's really important to figure out what people want and how they expect certain things. Yeah. So I think that was like really a challenge for us. And I think it's still like an ongoing thing. Like you learn and you try to get better. Um, But it's definitely hard because once you're in that honeymoon stage, like I feel like it's so your relationship feels so deep but it's actually not if that makes sense like when you're in honeymoon stage yeah i feel like you feel so connected you feel so like i think it's because when you start dating somebody you never technically date somebody without thinking like 
I see a future with them. Mm -hmm. I will marry them. Like, I think no one would get in a relationship if they didn't think that ahead. So I think maybe as girls, especially when we get into a relationship, we kind of like skip a few steps. And when we're in honeymoon stage, we're already like daydreaming, daydreaming. Right. But I just feel like it's so you feel like you're so deep. You feel like you know each other so well. But in reality, like once you actually pass that stage, you realize like the real time where you're getting to know that person is like a year in Mm -hmm. because now you're really getting to know like the person they actually are. And that's like the adaptation period, I guess we can call it, where you're just kind of realizing like what was real in the sense of like the whole like beautiful fantasy and like and what are things that, you know, are just not here to stay if that makes sense you Mm -hmm. know what i mean for example a lot of people will start dating somebody and you know in the beginning you guys are trying you guys are going on dates you're making plans like everybody's trying to be the best girlfriend or best boyfriend and Mm -hmm. then obviously like a year in you start to see like where you're comfortable and like people settle into their comfort so if you're not somebody who naturally like will plan spontaneous things you're probably not going to do it a year in but you would do it in the beginning just because you're trying to impress you know what i mean so i think like that adaptation period is really hard because you're like figuring out these things about somebody that you love and that you're so attached to and you're like am i does this change my view of the relationship like is this are these things that like were not quote-unquote real are they things that i'm willing to accept you know what i mean and i think that's where a lot of relationships like fail is because they get to that point and they're like oh wait okay you're not like this you're not like this you're not like this I don't want to be with you anymore. And also with the world we live in too, we're like, okay, okay, swipe next. On to the next, right? On to so, the next. Let me not like work on what mm-hmm. I have. Let me not nourish the plant that I have. As much as I can say, like find the person who's right for you and this and that. Like I also do believe on working on things. Like I'm a strong believer. Like well, yeah, if there's a foundation, I think you should work on it. I absolutely. And I do think like a lot of like going back to that metaphor of a plant, like a plant is not going to grow and nourish beautifully if you don't water it. So Mm -hmm. that involves putting in so much work into a relationship like relationships are always work. So and I think that's the biggest misconception is that people think like I think also people look at me and people always tell me this. They're like, oh, my God, you guys are perfect for each other. You guys are literally the perfect couple. You're the reason I believe in love. And I'm like, but we have like i think people misjudge something just from looking at it they think you're so happy but i'm like every relationship takes work like my relationship is hard just like any relationship and i think that's what people don't realize and i also think a healthy relationship is a hard relationship because you're actually doing the work to make sure it's healthy Mm -hmm. whereas sometimes you're in these relationships and you don't actually address any issues and yeah it's it's all good, but you're not actually being real. You're not addressing the issues to mm-hmm. actually make it last. So that's why I think sometimes like a healthy relationship can be pretty challenging because you're actually doing the work. You're really trying. Yeah. And I, I want to go back to the part where you said um, at the beginning, like you're putting in the work and you're so excited and you're going on dates. And I think that's like my fear now being single and getting into another relationship. I'm like, I'm so excited for that stage where I meet my person and like we have a lot of fun, but and we go on dates, but I don't know if I'll ever be able to just settle if I get in that comfortable state. Like, I need somebody who mm-hmm. is not going to keep me in my comfortable stage. It's good to feel like you're secure and you're safe. Yeah. But I need constant, like... Excitement? Um, excitement. Yeah. And I think that's, like, my biggest fear is that at some point when I'll be married or whatever, that I won't have that excitement anymore. I think it's Fucking just... deep deep i think it's about also like actively that's another thing you have to work on that's what i'm saying like you have to actually do so much work like people think like oh yeah i'm just gonna you know do this but it's like yeah but you actually have to do it like every week you have to plan it and you have to make time for it and you have to do these things you know and that's why i think people don't realize and i think you know it's really a balance though because let's say i had that guy who was like every week surprising me and doing different things I would get so annoyed of that that I'd be like, I just want to stay in and watch a movie. So do you I get also what think I'm you saying? take things for granted. The more you get something, yeah. the more you're like, oh, meh, you know. So I think like, but like you have too to much of balance. going out and then you miss wanting to stay in. Yeah. And then if you stay in all the time, you're envious of somebody who's always going out with their partner. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really it's it's hard for sure. And I think another thing that I wanted to mention um, 
which I think goes into the the way that people look at other relationships and be like, oh my God, you're so happy. Why am I not happy like that? I think the reason is, and I also do this myself, and I think anyone would, I think the way people see you in general, the way everyone looks at everyone, when you see a happy relationship, you automatically say, okay, they're happy, they're perfect. And then as soon as you hear one thing about the relationship, like, oh, I heard they broke up. Oh, I heard this. Oh, I heard that one thing. You hear one thing. Suddenly, you automatically put them in this box of like, oh, they don't have a perfect relationship. They have a bad relationship. And like suddenly they can't be this perfect, happy couple because you heard one bad thing or you saw one bad thing or you you know what I mean? Something happened that changed your opinion about it. And I think we're so quick to put people in this like bad relationship compartment. It's crazy. Like that's why I think a lot of people when they publicize their relationship, they only post like good things, good things, good things. And then it gives this false idea that these like perfect relationships exist. But it's also because you're kind of protecting yourself. Like I think I do that though. Whenever I see a couple break up and then they get back together, I'm like, oh, well, it's only a matter of time till they break up again. But, I, hun- but it doesn't I do it. Everyone it's just does like- that. Or you hear, you think somebody's a perfect happy couple and then you hear like, oh yeah, but did you hear this happen? Then you're like, oh, suddenly they're a bad couple. But I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. If I look at my own relationship... I'm sure if people would look into it, a bunch of people would say, oh, bad relationship. You know what I mean? So I think that's why people are also hesitant to like express the real things about a relationship because you Mm -hmm. don't want people to think you have a bad relationship because you don't. You just have a normal relationship and like normal relationships, bad shit happens in normal relationships. Yeah. And people are so quick to just like automatically be like, oh, Ba- that happened a bad story oh my god they had the worst relationship I think it's not even like trying to do that i yeah. think it's just like natural to mm-hmm. put people in that box you know regardless like no, it, it sure. doesn't it's I'm not, not saying right like it's and it's not purpose. true but it's just i don't know my mind goes there for but sure even me and that's what i'm saying i think everyone's like that and i think that's why people are cautious about what they show in a relationship what they talk about even like i'll do that like i'll talk about all the good things and then i'll like really avoid talking about like negative things because i just don't want to be put in that box but at the same time like a real relationship and a good relationship will have problems and i think that's also part of the issue is that everyone just shows the good shows the good shows the good so you really start to believe that perfect no problem relationships exist and my boyfriend's like that like every time we fight or something will happen he'll be like oh, like, I I thought we were perfect. Like, we're so perfect, da-da-da. Like, why are we fighting? And I'm like, because we're in a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's a such thing as a perfect relationship where fights still happen. Like, it's impossible that we would both go through life and never disagree on something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's like with anybody, you'll it's always... Impossible. It's literally physically impossible. At some point, I'm going to hurt your feelings. You're going to hurt my feelings. Something's going to happen where we're going to have to have a discussion or we're going to disagree or something's going to happen. Like... It's literally inevitable. And I think, and what I always tell him is, it's not about what happens that makes a relationship strong. It's about how you deal with what happens. And I think that's really important because you can have like every um, speed bump like come your way in your relationship. But if you guys handle them properly and like you work on it together, I think you'll be stronger. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it doesn't matter what's really happening. It's about how you deal with it. Mm hmm. I'm out of breath. <laughs> oh my god, do I have water for you? I was trying to say like that whole thing in one fucking breath, but <laughs> nothing is perfect. Nothing's always what it seems. Yeah. So and I... yeah, everything takes time, takes work, and uh, I just don't have that time <laughs> I, or energy. I don't have that energy for work right now. <laughs> I think like because I'm in a relationship that I really like. I said it's like I would be single or it's this. You know what I mean? Because, like, I really cherish it and and everything. Like, I'm so motivated to do what it takes to make it work. And I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times, you know, you'll get to this point where you know, you have these issues and they keep reoccurring and you're like, and you need what to, you, you need to both be on the same page mm-hmm. of like wanting to do everything to make it work. Cause I've been in a relationship where I wasn't willing to do everything. So I don't know if that made me a bad girlfriend or it was just not my person Mm -hmm. or I was at the wrong place and time in my life to fully invest and like give myself like, I don't know. I don't know. But I I look back on my relationship. I'm like, I did not do everything I could do. 
I've been in a relationship like Actually, that too. But then I feel like I did do everything I could. I don't know. I go back and forth. Yeah. I mean, I've been in a relationship like that too, where I was willing to work on things, but only a little bit, if that makes sense. Like, but I, I think wasn't... that always happens when you look at someone and you know, like, that's not the father of my yeah. children. You never take somebody super serious when you deep down, I think you always know. Mm hmm. Or at least you get to a point in the relationship where you care about it less. So you're just not willing to give as much. And which makes sense. I mean, when you're not 100% like in for something, like why would you give up yourself? And I think that's what's different for me in this relationship. I'm like willing to do anything and I'm willing to do what it takes as much as it takes to make it work because I just know that it's what I want and it's what is like meant for me and mm -hmm. i don't want to sound cheesy in that sense but yeah. i just feel like it's not something that i'm easy to throw away which i feel like i was like that in the past like i was like eh it's not working out like let's just break up you know what i mean like i was so quick to just break up and with why people. do you think it's different with him than it was with anyone else do you think it's because he really um like believes in you and is in your corner and you guys could do things that you didn't have in common with somebody else and you just like it's a different type of relationship yeah where you feel like you can be yourself and there's no like crazy jealousy mm -hmm. and you can go through life and still enjoy it and but have your person yeah so early on in your in, in your years yeah a hundred percent i think that's like the main difference for me is just like i have somebody who is like really side by side with me in the sense where like our issues are not these things that used to be issues for me which like i look back and i'm like oh so fucking stupid you know like i couldn't wear that top or like you were talking to this guy and i'm like oh my god that's so not me and i think like that's where it becomes like our issues are so much more like deep because they're like real whereas with those people we just didn't align and i wasn't willing to compromise myself and i think that's the best thing about my relationship now is i don't have to compromise anything like we both accept each other for who we are and he just has like the same vibe as me and like when i met him i was just like wow we're so aligned like i feel so like comfortable with you like i don't feel like i have to like you know a lot of people when you like talk about big dreams it's almost like you have to convince them that like you're serious about them or something i don't know i just felt like like mentally we really aligned in like our goals and the way we looked at the world and like the way we had right. relationships like i feel like we're really like on the same page as like you do you be your best self i'm here to push you to be your best self and i'll do me and we're like living side by side if that makes sense right and i never felt like i couldn't do something that i wanted to do which doesn't mean that i would do anything i want if that does that make sense mm -hmm. like I, I i never felt held back but i also know my boundaries and I think that's important. I also think it's important not to take advantage of somebody that gives you freedom. Like it just for me, like everything is like, wow, there could be no better person for me. So I'll fucking die for this relationship. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. know it's so much more like the, the there, it's not like, oh, you know, petty relationship things. It's like real. Right. If that makes sense. And that's why I feel like the problems are also real. Real love. <laughs> What's that song? I don't know. Anyways, well, at least you guys know that there's one mature girl in this uh, podcast. also think something about long-term relationships that is really um, hard to deal with and hard to accept or like challenging, I would say, is after a certain amount of time, like for me, I, I can say like two years and for you, like you hit three years. I think... It, it, it's like you know how they say like time tells everything like time will tell you know people will make promises to you in a relationship in the beginning especially like they tell you certain things about themselves or like you believe certain things about them or like they make you feel like they are a certain way and then when they don't live up to that you're like oh well you said you were gonna do this you said you were gonna do that and then like a lot of the times the excuse will be like, oh, like I will, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Like it's going to happen. Like just give me time, just give me time. And I think after two years, three years, you really start to see what is true and what they're willing to do and what they're willing to compromise mm -hmm. and what is just like something they said but yeah. didn't actually act on. Because realistically, after two years, if you haven't done something, are you going to do it? Probably not. You know what I mean? So I think I that's mean, nice start. You won't. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like 
I mean, yes and no, but at the end of the day, like if somebody's always promising you these things and then after two years, three years, nothing has changed. Mm Mm-hmm. You got to stop waiting. You know what I mean? And I think that's another reason why a lot of relationships fail because people just get tired of waiting. And I think they gave you enough time. It's like you really waited. You waited to see, to see, to see. I feel that. And I feel like that was something with your relationship where there was a lot of promises and a lot of like waiting, waiting. Um, But I'm not even here to be like the school principal and be like, I was perfect. (laughs) And like, I'm here waiting. Like, I think there were things that like, he expected of me too that he Mm -hmm. can definitely say like he was waiting Mm -hmm. and he didn't receive and i just think i don't know it's it's weird life it's weird but i just think it's like crazy once you get to that point where you can because you every in every relationship you want to be hopeful and you want to like really believe the best in the person and be like they're gonna do it i know they're gonna do it like i believe in you And I think like after two or three years or sometimes even like four or five years for people, like they really realize that maybe that person isn't going to change these things about them or not do these things. And it's really hard. So you know how you said like we said in the past, like write a journal and just keep writing it in. And then you with your ex-boyfriend, when you ended up rereading the journal you were writing, you're like, wow, it's crazy how I felt that way at the beginning. And I still felt like that at the Mm -hmm. at the end. So that was like a like a thing to know like the relationship Mm -hmm. was kind of toxic toxic from the beginning and you almost like see it through another lens later on because timing is everything too and i felt like that but not with a journal but just like with reliving videos or pictures Mm -hmm. from the past i'm like wow i'm watching things of like a year in and two years and i'm like my mind frame was so different than even through the lens of the camera like just I, I don't want to get into like what was there and stuff but just like while this person from the beginning when i was videotaping to three years in was the same thing mm-hmm. which is like so deep if you really think about it because you want to look back and like see growth you want to see growth in a way i really realized that this was not my person and what i expected at the beginning that i was kind of like blinded by is still happening year three mm-hmm. let's say um and he could say the same thing about me you know but just from my perspective that's what i was seeing and i'm like it's really fucked up like yeah. it's it's fucked up but the reality you is you don't see it you, you don't, don't yeah literally it's like a glass window you just walk right through mm-hmm. you is don't that a is that a model no i just made it up because i'm that cute <laughs> um i 100 percent agree and i really think it's all about like time because sometimes we just need to prove to ourselves like when you believe in somebody so much you're like no they're gonna do it you're mm-hmm. gonna wait it out you're gonna wait it out and sometimes you get to the point where you're like okay well i waited as long as i could and clearly your actions speak louder than words yeah and <laughs> Cheesy, i also but- think like I don't want to get into another relationship where I'm waiting for somebody yeah. to show growth. Like, I, I kind of just want to work on myself and get there on my own and then, like, just meet somebody who's also growing, too. So yeah. we just, like, grow together. But we've already had, like, our base, you yeah. know? I don't want to start from, like, like ground, like, from the ground up because, yeah. which is also amazing if you can get there with your partner, but I... I don't think I can because I'm still like figuring myself out. So I, I can't do it. Like I need yeah, to. Yeah, no. I also think when you go through like, <clears throat> like for me, I went through like a couple of relationships mm-hmm. where I really learned how to like deal with shit and how to have those relationships. Like yeah. for me, I can't go back to teaching somebody how to do that and, oh, yeah. and hustling through that. Like I did my, I paid my dues in a sense. Yeah. Like I don't want to go back to square one. Like I for need sure. somebody who's going to be aligned with me. But now I know like the next person that I'll be with We'll already have that right away. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, when you do three years, it's like wasted time, but it's not wasted time in a sense because you paid your dues, like you're saying, and then like you're going to see somebody who has the same tendencies right away and you're yeah. just not going to deal with it. You're just going to be like, next. Yeah. You know? So. 100% agree. I also think in a long-term relationship, <clears throat> you learn a lot about yourself too. And I think like after time, you start to realize like, where the pattern is and like what you could fix and what is actually being started from you because in the beginning when fights are like so far and few or like so like sporadic because you're not 
you're not you're trying to not be crazy you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's hard to like see patterns and i feel like when you're in your relationship and it's deep and it's serious you'll see there's gonna be like honestly like five things you guys are gonna fight about and it's always gonna be the same fucking five things and then you really take that time to be like okay which part of this is because of me and like what am i doing wrong and how can i be better and i feel like i'm getting to that point now where i'm trying to like look onto myself because i feel like in all my past relationships I was really focused on the other person because they always were doing worse, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. when somebody's doing worse to you, you don't have time to look at what you're doing wrong. You know what I mean? It's like, right. But that's your perspective. Right. But like, I just feel like when somebody's like so toxic and like the problems are really revolving around them, there's almost no room for you to grow because you're so focused on trying to like fix their fucking problems. Yeah. So I think. But- do you think somebody could be toxic if the other person's not included in it? Can somebody be toxic? Like, you can't be in a relationship and one person's toxic, I think. I think if you're entertaining it, you're also toxic. Do we agree with that? Like, how do you... Because if you're with somebody and they're toxic, you would just bounce. So... Like, I feel like you mimic... Like, you could get into it and not be a toxic person, but then being in the relationship, you will automatically become that because you're, you're almost like trained by somebody who's doing that so it's not like willingly it's just you fall into it yeah it's definitely not willingly but i also think when it comes to toxic relationships like the only part of this that i don't agree that you have like you can't be toxic alone is the fact that a lot of the times when people are like manipulative or like stuff like that you don't even realize it's happening and by the time it does start happening to a point where you can call it out it's like too late and you know when people manipulate you and when people gaslight you like you can barely even realize what's going on and i think it's it's not so easy as to just be like oh you're toxic bye like it's it's a lot deeper than that and people get into your head and make you feel like certain Mm -hmm. ways and but i do agree like at some point you start mimicking that behavior like when somebody's constantly accusing you of cheating you start you start accusing them of cheating you know what i mean like it's definitely like um a back and forth back and forth but i do think that one person can be toxic and doesn't mean that you're necessarily toxic you just get enveloped in it and as much as you don't want to take part in it like i can't explain this better than a toxic relationship is like so suffocating like as much as you want to like explain your point of view and you want to like fix the problem it's like there's no solution there's no way to fix it like nobody can hear you it feels like it really feels like you're suffocating and like mm-hmm. how do i how do i get out of this like i just feel so lost yeah so i i agree with you but like just on the part but i agree with yeah. what you're saying like yeah somebody could be toxic on their own but i think for a certain amount of time it's like you become one really because mm-hmm. as much as a toxic person is not trying to train you you fall into it yeah so and it also happens with like abusive relationships um there's this thing i don't remember really what the term was called but it's basically like let's say somebody's like abusive towards you like emotionally mentally physically whatever a lot of times like the person who's like a victim of the abuse will go through part like they'll do something that's like abusive too like they'll hit you you'll hit them back you know that type of thing where it's more of like a reaction and like mirroring what that person Mm -hmm. is doing to you you're taking it out on them and it's an it's like an actual thing where like people will be like i i I feel bad because i did it also but like you know but it's like a real it's a real thing there's like a term for it and then people that are like victims of abuse feel like they're the problem because they're also involved but i think when somebody is like doing that to you sometimes you just like react you know so I think it's the same thing with the toxic relationship where when somebody's manipulating you, accusing you yeah. or like doing shit, you just who's like, really? I'm like, how are you so in this toxic relationship? But then when I really was like kind of looking at it from like the like a bird's Outside. eye, I guess I'm like, she is just as toxic <laughs> as him, though. Like, it's just what it is, yeah. you know, and, and maybe he made her that way, but they're one now. I also think some people like like that. Yeah. Some people like thrive off of I just, I feel like problems. growing up, I, I can't stand, like I used, and I probably, you could listen to old videos and I'm like, I'm just toxic. It is what it is. And that's why I am. But like, I'm growing up now and like, I don't, I'm not proud of that. Like, I don't want to look like looking at it now. I find I was so ignorant and stupid to say that, you know, like 
I'm not going to go into my next relationship and like be proud that like I'm toxic or like mm-hmm. be like, it is who I am. I'm always late. Like, no, you know, it's a problem. Fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, like don't don't be proud of something that, you know, is an issue and you're not trying to fix it. So if you wow. look back at my old episodes, then just very, know I'm growing. Very mature, Alessia. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a really important lesson, though. I think getting older so true is like taking accountability for what we do wrong like sometimes we just say stuff and everyone does this by the way um you'll just be like like you said like oh i'm late i'm always late but that's just us like not taking accountability for the fact that we're actually doing something that's like not nice or whatever you know and we're just playing it off like oh it's just my personality you know some people will be like that be like oh i'm just blunt be like no you're fucking insulting like you're literally insulting me so I think it's really important and really like uh, mature to come to the point where you're like, well, no, yeah, this is a problem. And I, even though it's my personality, like I'm going to take accountability for it and then like either choose mm-hmm. to change it or at least take accountability and be apologetic. I only realized when my friend was saying it and I was rolling my eyes, I'm like, I used to be her though. I used to be her where I was like, I'm toxic, like whatever. I'm just going to like stand for it because I'm like that too. And I'm just as bad. And mm-hmm. But it's like, no, you don't want to strive for that. You actually want something that's like healthy. And it's just not something to run around and say, you know, <laughs> like what? Yeah. Um. Can I ask you something? Oh, God. Well, you're comfy. You're ready for the questions. Um, what's question of the day? What do you think is like the biggest lesson you learned from being in a long term relationship, regardless of the fact that you're not in it anymore, if that makes sense? um like it doesn't have to be about like breaking up or anything just like in your relationship what did you learn i learned a lot um i learned patience something i don't have much of interesting um what about patience like just like being more patient with things and stop trying to like beat the bullet and Mm -hmm. and even with like my parents and stuff like just being more patient like they are like who they are and just like coming from a more understanding perspective and i feel like like coming out of a relationship i was dating somebody who was super like family oriented as well but would speak to their family in a way that was super like patient and nice and just like so when i first got into a relationship i have my habits you know like you said you grow up and Mm -hmm. you have your things and then you're brought up a certain way and then you date somebody who Mm -hmm. has a whole different upbringing and one thing at the beginning was like when i'm on the phone i don't even realize this is a thing but like i'll be on the phone and i'll just be like okay 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 like bye 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 like and or i won't even really say bye i'll hang up the phone Mm -hmm. And, like, my ex-boyfriend was, like, like, that's so rude. Like, what are you doing? Like, you need to have, like, respect. And I always feel like I have respect, but sometimes I'm, like, am I missing that a little bit? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, the biggest thing I've learned. Seeing how, like, somebody else, like, handles things, mm-hmm. patience, and with respect. I'm, like, wow, I, I really need to work on that. And that's something I need to fix in a relationship and just, like, in general. In general. So that would be the biggest thing i learned well that's really good i think it's so true like sometimes and sometimes it could be like also negative like sometimes you see somebody's life and then you're like wow i prefer mine you know what i mean but yeah i think also looking into somebody's life and their habits and things when you're so used to your own like sometimes you're like wow like it I really would makes never a change know that doing what i did on the phone was even a bad thing you mm-hmm. know i would never like it's just not something you think it's twice not something about. I would think because I'm in a chaotic family who we all do that. We're all like on the go, rushing. Like no one in my family would take that offensively, you know? So to be dating somebody with different morals and you can't act that way and you need to have more patience and it's rude what you're doing was really like, I need to take a step back and like at first at the beginning i would be like what's wrong with you like this is just who i like that's another thing like this is just who i am that's like no one takes it personal in my family that's how we are but just because that's how you are doesn't mean it's how you should be so facts holy so true you know what they say like uh breaking um the shackles (laughs) 
breaking generational trauma but like basically sometimes we do things because that's how we were brought up it doesn't mean that they're right Mm -hmm. and then also you're gonna teach other like let's say you would have children you're gonna teach them to do that and then sometimes there needs to be that one person that breaks the cycle and like stops things and also like you could be an influence like for example let's just say you hanging up and stuff imagine if from now on all you do before you hang up is like okay bye thank you i love you and like Mm -hmm. peacefully leave off the phone probably everyone else will start doing that to you right you know what i mean it's like a domino effect effect. but it's so true i think with in my relationship like something that i see on my boyfriend's side is like his family is super super close and like they're always seeing each other like it's very like if you don't see me this week like what the fuck and whereas for me like and my family i'm very like set free like Mm -hmm. i don't see my mom for like three months and i won't see like my grandparents for a while and like nobody care not that nobody cares but like it's not like okay come and see me this week or come and see me this week so for me it's not bad that i don't see them but then i see like their family getting together like two times a week every week and i'm like oh my god like should i go visit my mom more like oh my god like it really makes you like look upon like yourself and be like and then his mom will be like, you have to go see your mom. Like, when's the last time you saw her? Like, oh, my God, it's been two weeks. I'm like, oh, my God, sometimes it's three months. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And I'm like, it really makes you, like, see the difference and, like, things that you could do better. Or just, like, even if, even sometimes it's not about doing better, but it just opens your eyes to, like, mm. other people, you know? So I think it's really interesting. Like, that's a definitely oh, that's interesting a really thing. that's a good one, too. Yeah, because I feel like my family is very... And obviously, there's pros and cons to, like, both. Well, like, you being brought up like that, at first, you're probably looking at his family like, okay, it's a bit weird. Like, it's been much. Like, times <laughs> a week. You know, you... Yeah. You're, you're used to what you're... You're used to. Yeah. yeah. It's so true. And then it's like... And then you start going like, wait, should I be also doing this? Right. Like, But it's just really funny, I think, when you become a part of somebody's life like that and you really see their stuff. And I'll always remember uh, my first boyfriend uh his parents like they're like engraved in my mind because they were like the first it's gonna sound really sad oh my god (laughs) they're like the first like adult couple that i ever saw that was like together and happy like they were so sweet they were such a nice couple and i really could tell that they loved each other and i felt like i didn't ever see that before because sometimes i think it's also like you know, Italians, we have a certain way of showing love and like sometimes we could be tough love. Yeah, it's very tough love vibes. And when I went to his house, they were so like visually like lovey and like sweet and like um, gentle with each other that I was like, whoa, like I've kind of never seen this. And even though like I my parent, like my mom is like happily married and stuff, it was just different because I knew it came from divorce and I knew that there was like always a source of like in a sense, unhappiness to every relationship. Right. So I'll always remember like going to his house for the first time and meeting his parents. And I was I like, literally remember you telling me. Yeah. This. And I was like, oh my God, like they're so nice. They're so in love. Like this is like a real couple in love. And then I think that was the first time I ever like witnessed an actual like in love couple, which sounds really bad and really no, sad, but it was really cute. Like for me, like I always think about them and I'm like, wow. And obviously, so you still think about them in a way where you're like, that's what, like, that's what I'm striving for. But do you also, did you just see a good part? Like, I'm sure they fight too. Oh, a hundred percent. But that's. I it. think it was just a a moment for me, and also I was younger. I think I was like 16. But I think it was just also like a moment, like a turning point for me to like visually see like a really happy, gentle couple with each other, and I was like, wow. And it made so much sense because my boyfriend at that time was very like that as well he was so gentle he was so patient and i was like wow like you're really a good person and it's probably because your parents are really good people too right. so i think like that really had a big impact on me and who i am and like how i see love because oftentimes like if you're raised in like an environment where love kind of doesn't exist you can become that person mm-hmm. but i don't feel like i'm like that because i was surrounded with love like my mom got me re- remarried and right. stuff but it's just different it's just weird walking into somebody else's life and seeing what they see you're like whoa like my ex-boyfriend would come over and be like your parents are nuts but they're nuts together like they're for (laughs) each other like i can't picture your dad with somebody else like my mom is the spice my dad needs like Mm -hmm. and she lights the fire under his ass but i'm like i don't see that i'm gonna be (laughs) honest i see chaos (laughs) but you know like when other people come and it's a different view i feel like they see they almost sometimes see the bigger picture when you're yeah. in it it's 
Yeah. It's like you just see the everyday, like, the shit that goes on, you 100%. know? A hundred percent. But, like, like you said at the beginning, how you we were saying, like, just because you fight doesn't mean you're not in love. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually sometimes means you're in love and you're just working on wanting the best for somebody. Yeah. Facts. Wow. Are we mature? Um, I just, I'm worried about next <laughs> week when we become immature again and I start saying I'm toxic. <laughs> Like, now I just feel like I have to set the same, you know... Standard. Standard. I'm stressed. Veronica. I'm going to be honest, Ale. I'm so pasty from talking this whole episode that I really need water. So, whoop. Well, guys, I'm going to end this episode now and say thank you guys so much for watching this week's episode. We hope you learned a little bit and we would love to hear from you. So write in comments, DM us. We're always here. Yeah, let us know about your long-term relationship and anything that you've learned or any struggles that you've been through that might be different from mine, might be different from yours. Like I said, the the people that are eight years deep are going, this bitch doesn't know fucking shit, man. But But in eight years, I'll let you guys know. You know that we said eight years, three years, two years doesn't mean shit. True. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment down below. Love you. See you next week.